Good news, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. I'm Quinn. And I'm Chrissy. My voice is back to sounding like a man. Well, it's always. Have you been arguing with people? No, I haven't. It just goes away. I feel like I'm sure I'm going to need to go to a doctor and see what is happening. It's not COVID. It's just like my voice will not go back to like, I just keep getting hoarse. I don't know why. No one's even yelling. I know why. (laughs) Not going to even go what kind of gesture she was doing, guys. Like, they have an imagination. Yeah. You know? Don't use, I was going to say, don't use your imagination. Don't do that. So, what's the 411? What are you talking about today? Um, toxic people. You, you're toxic people. Ooh, I am. Just kidding. Toxic. Just kidding. You're not. I'm like, wow, that escalated. I think everyone has toxic qualities to go to your point. I really do. Mm. I do. If it's toxic qualities towards yourself, like self Okay, yeah, that's true. I was going to say, I don't feel like everyone has evolved or like quality. But for the purpose of this episode and what we're talking about, toxic relationships, friendships, and behaviors. Let's let's talk about, let's cover those three things today. All right. So what's your definition of toxic? Um... I, can't, I don't think I have a definition of toxic. That's the thing. I feel like toxic is behaviors. And I feel like sometimes it's not behaviors um, taught. It's behaviors that are just, they're form. They're, people have it in them to do it. Like, I think that toxic is t- anything that's unhealthy and brings out bad qualities and bad behaviors because what makes a relationship, friendship, our person toxic is their energy is transformed to another person. And it's just, for example, I've been in a toxic relationship. Why? And it's a high school relationship. So, you know, I barely even count these as relationships, but where we brought out the ugly in each other, you know what I mean? It was just very combative very ugly, very jealous, just toxic. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely know what you mean. And I feel like, um, I feel like one person in a relationship can be toxic while the other one isn't. I know you said it brings out of it on someone else, but I feel like sometimes a person in a relationship can be toxic without it even transferring to the other person. Now the other person might feel the effects of them being toxic, like blaming or controlling or things like that. And they're just right. always making excuses for that person saying, right. this is the way the person is. And they're unhappy, but it's and not you're unhappy, yeah. but yeah. you don't necessarily. I agree. Yeah. I also feel that, um, Gosh, I had a thought. No. Oh, when did when did toxic become so normal? Like being people are like, oh, that person's just toxic. And that's it. And then that's how they leave it. Maybe it's just a new word because before it's like, oh, that's just how they are. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just and kind that's of probably what it is. It's probably yeah, just, it's just a new word. A new, a thing new word of using. Toxic. Yeah, because it used to be like like people are like, oh, when you're talking to someone, it's just like they're toxic. You should leave them alone. Or 
different. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? No, I don't think I, no, that's a lie. I have been in a toxic relationship, but we were toxic on both ends. I'm not going to say it was just me. I was younger. It was a tip for tat thing. I don't feel like we did like the controlling, but it was like blaming a certain thing that happened and fighting. And it was, I don't want to say we were toxic. I want to say the relationship itself was toxic. Think outside of each other, we were not toxic. I agree. But us together, we were so unhealthy and so toxic. I agree. I 100% agree. And that's what I mean more is like the energy feeds off of each other, but mm-hmm. that's like a toxic relationship. But you're right. There are relationships where there's one person who could be toxic. Usually, not saying that every toxic person is a narcissist or, you know, but there's a lot of narcissist, narcissistic behavior to support it. Like you said, blaming, controlling, gaslighting, like all of those things yeah. are sometimes involved with dealing with like, are you dealing? I've dealt with toxic people. Yeah. I think you've had toxic friends. I've had toxic friends, 100%. Yeah. And then you don't, you don't see them as toxic friends though. Like, I think a lot of people seem like relationships. I don't think a lot of people talk about toxic. Toxic friendships are toxic relationships outside of dating. Romantic relationships, yeah. yeah. And it, to me, they're more toxic. Yeah. Because so, they last longer. Yeah, they do. I feel like majority, especially nowadays, if women are in a toxic relationship, they will leave it. May, they might not see signs at first, but once they do see signs, they'll leave. It's not a lot of them that stay. Mm-hmm. But when you have a friendship or something that maybe family members are another kind of relationship that is not dating, you tend to stay longer because you tend to be like, this person will change. I can help this person. I can help them see their ways. Like sometimes you don't want to put all that into dating, but you put it all into friendships and I learned that too, that a lot of friends hold on to friendships because they've been friends for so long. I mean, yeah. we've been friends for a long time, but there's people who's been like, oh, we grew up together. I've been friends with this person since I was five. So they hold on yeah. to that and relationship, that even if it's a toxic relationship. Right. I think that the funny thing about our friendship, not to make it about us, but... Um, The funny thing about our friendship is I don't think that we're friends or as close as we are because of how long that we've known each other. Not for nothing. So that each year, this is basically me proposing, but each year we get closer and closer in our friendship because we grow each year and we're growing together as adults, as women. But it's like, even as honest as we are with each other, we've always been able to navigate our friendship, but as honest as we are with each other when it comes to like big girl decisions, like no, bitch, you don't get to do that. Like, you don't take the easier route. You don't get to quit. You don't get to not, you know what I mean? You don't get to not try. Like, we've evolved that way where a lot of people stay in that role of we've been friends, like you said, since we were five years old. And to put it into example, to compare, like our friendship, we've been friends forever. Issa and um, Molly, they put each other in a box where it's like, you're the friend who has to send their, their shit together. And the other person's the friend who doesn't have their shit together. And as you grow, 20 years have gone by, you've been friends. We might both have our shit together now. And we are both doing the damn thing. And the person who's always used to being like here might 
have an issue. And we've seen that, we've talked about it on this um, podcast. I think that's a toxic friendship, but it's not an obvious toxic friendship. As yeah. outsiders yeah. looking in, it's easy to see that. But I don't think Molly looks at Issa and vice versa as they're toxic to each other or one person's more toxic than the other. No, not at all. But yeah, that is is definitely a toxic relationship, 100%. You have a friend that's there that really doesn't want to see you grow, basically. So, I mean, I don't know how toxic, that's that's the controlling aspect of it, of a friendship. They're controlling. I see that a lot, though, in friendships where people want to control how another person is. Um, it it, It happens in a lot of relationships. But I'm seeing it more in friendships, actually, than like, relationships and where they want to control care to give some some examples like controlling controlling friends yeah like oh yeah so some examples would be that they don't want to see you grow they want to control your narrative there you go that's why i got it they want to control your narrative so when you go outside of their narrative or their box it's an issue because they want to control it. But you can't control someone else's life. It's kind of like if I'm like, you were a wife and a mother, and that's what I had you as. That's what you were. You had a good job, and that's it. And then you're like, I want to go to school now to be a nurse. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. So then I'll start talking down to you. You never talked to me about wanting to be this. Yeah. Yeah, like you never talked to me. What all of a sudden do you want to do this? Why would you do that? da 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 then all of a sudden, you're talking about to me, you want to get divorced. Why do you want to get a divorce? What are you going to do? What is that going to do to your child? Da, 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 da. They're trying to control your narrative. So right. instead of supporting you, they start to question you, and then they'll put the blame on you. It'll be like, well, maybe you didn't do this right, and maybe that's why your marriage didn't work. Or like, mm-hmm. you already make so much money. Why would you go back to school? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. like why would you go get an education you're probably gonna make less money it's like something i'm not doing and then that's when i feel like does it get into jealousy like are you jealous of the person or do you just want to keep the person where they're at because sometimes you're i don't believe it's jealousy no. i feel like sometimes they just want the person to stay where they're at chrissy like you're saying this right now and i'm thinking and you're going to know exactly who i'm talking about when i say this but we were having a conversation about a person. And when I told them that I was going back to school, this, I was already going back to school. Um, they were like, you make this amount of money. It's stupid that you go back to school. It doesn't even make sense for you to go back to school and just, <coughs> excuse me, it's not COVID. Um, just criticized it. Yeah. Person is not jealous of me. It's not a friendship like that. It's a guy and girl relationship, not dating, but you know. Yeah. guy and girl relationship but it's like that person has a lot of to- other toxic traits that we've talked about and it is a controlling thing i think controlling the narrative i never thought about how many people feel like they're entitled to control the narrative of someone else's life yeah. what's important to them where it's like money means everything to everybody no yeah. it doesn't and if you put that narrative in everybody's head that's toxic because you think that yeah, because you think that. Exactly. And that's where they go to. They do that. I think toxic people 
just not toxic people, I should say, because like you said, we all have toxic traits. But a lot of things of a trait of toxicity is drama. They are film, they like like they like the drama. Mm-hmm. Like they probably start shit so drama can be had. And not necessarily with them, with other people. So they can see it play out. I agree. I think that's why Future keeps having kids with baby mama, so you can see all the drama play out. Because he's toxic. That's one toxic nigga. He toxic. Right. But, yeah, they'll start drama with other people. How many guys remind you of Future? Just not on that level. You know what I mean? Like, And I hate to say I it. mean, a lot. I would hope. I mean, I've seen more guys nowadays. They will... They will support their kids and and have you know and talk about their kids or you know or if they get someone knocked up it's their child i rarely see anymore like i'm sure there are deadbeat baby daddies or deadbeat guys out there but i feel like people are stepping up more it could be because social media and people put people on blast i don't know but there is there's a lot you know how many people love future like there's a lot of them and it might not even be like his whole baby mama thing. Like I know too many guys that literally look up to Future, and I'm like, what? Why are they toxic? Are they toxic guys? They do have toxic ways. Yes, they have toxic ways. And I'm like, why? Um, why? Like why are okay. you? In- I have- a whole heart. My name is Quinn Reed, and I approve this message from Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. That's who you know. That's no. Like you no. want to know. I've seen people quote future all the time, and I'm like, what about toxic behaviors? Just toxic behaviors. Like you shared with me a story of a friend who seems to have toxic behaviors. Maybe, Do you want me maybe. to elaborate or? Yeah, because I can't really remember who you're talking about. Like this person has a situation that they have no business talking to people about are bringing up and they bring it up all the time. And whenever it is brought up, it turns into a chaotic situation. I think this person is toxic. She's not necessarily toxic to you. It's not that transferring of energy. It's more of she has toxic behaviors that are self-destructive for herself. A hundred percent. Now I know who you're talking about. I how do you know those relationships? Because I have people in my life similarly, and those yeah. are really complicated relationships. Those are really complicated relationships. I feel she... Friendship. Friendship, sorry. Yeah. I feel like she... Her toxic ways are self-sabotage. Sabotaging, sabotaging, yeah, self sabotaging and self destructive. She is also a very critical person of herself, and I realize that like just talking to her one on one. But what she does is she brings up a toxic relationship in within her life around other people who necessarily don't want to hear about it or know about it, and they're just like we already know the this toxic relationship happened so leave it alone but i think she brings it up to self-sabotage herself 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she brings it up to make her feel horrible about some of the situations that happen with the significant other. I don't know. I really do. I think it's very, but I also feel like she's very critical on herself on some things that I have to sometimes just be like, girl, no, like we're in 2020, anything's possible. Like that's my model right now. People be like, I want to go to the moon. It's 2020, anything's possible. Take your ass to the moon. Take the moon. Um, Literally. I think, I don't know, obviously I don't know this person well, um, but super sweet, not a controlling bone in their body, not like, not toxic where we're talking about like a toxic friendship definitely not a toxic friendship no, you know what not i mean at all but it's it's hard to be friends with someone who has toxic behaviors because how do you a support them as a friend yeah and b help someone because how do you help someone with their toxic behaviors if it's not yeah. being transferred to you you know what i mean it's because like a hold I feel like sometimes when you're in a toxic relationship, like you said, the friendships are so long or relationships with um, family members. Sometimes in a relationship, I feel like it's a hold. I feel Mm -hmm. like this person has wore this other person down that they don't see their self-worth anymore. They start to believe they are this way. And they feel like they're not supposed to feel better. So they hold on to that pain associated with that person. So whenever they, that's a really good point. Whenever they feel like they're not hurting about it, they bring it up to self-destruct and feel that pain again. Because like you said, they're so connected to that person. I have a friend who's, I don't know if this person's toxic because I don't know her at all, but whatever she did to him is fucked up. He like, it has fucked him up in the head. And it's similar to your friend where it's brought up all the time and it's not a good situation it is clearly bad you know what yeah. i mean yes and really? it's a hold and it's a hold to like even when that person's not around it's like our conversations are centered around it and yep it's hard to be there because like me on the outside looking in like bro that's toxic you do not need to be in anything like that move on but that's that's very real for them so as a friend i could never approach it that way because yeah. I think in your situation and in my similar situation, it's crazy because I say it's self-sabotaging because mm-hmm. I feel like both have people, at least I know from my friend's perspective and yours too, that have people that who are not toxic, that want to be with them, but they have such a hold. This other toxic person has such a hold on them. They can't even see that. And they don't treat them well. That's the part that's like, no, no. Every story that both I've shared, you've shared, all that has been awful stories where it's like, how can you care for someone and like someone who treats you this way and done all of these things? And it's like, as we said, we don't know, but it might feel normal for them. So in an article, bustle.com, it's nine things that may start to feel normal in a toxic relationship. So we'll drop this in the links so you guys can check it out. Yeah, so you can see it. But I'll just read it real quick. So there's nine things. Daily apologies, controlling behaviors, blame, unfairness, name calling, secrecy. Can I I pause you for a second? Is this in order where one is or it's just nine? No, no, it's just nine. It it doesn't say what what is like in order. Um, Jealousy, drama. And no sense of self. Like you have no sense of yourself. 
And I feel like as I was reading this, I was like, spot on. Yeah. And then people, they feel that's normal. They don't feel that's toxin. That's what it's the thing is things that may start to feel like they're normal. And that's what I feel like. I feel like on both sides, they feel like it's normal. And on both sides, that's why they are holding on to these toxic people who don't necessarily even want to be held on to. So that's another thing. There's the relationships of the toxic people who still want to be in your life and who want to still interject themselves. But then what about the toxic people that have exited your life and don't want to be a part of your life, but yet you keep gravitating toward them? So that's when you have to start to think with these people, do they know their self-worth? Yeah. Probably not. These people probably broke it down for them. That's mm-hmm. why I say they're self-sabotaging themselves. Because in both instances, yeah. these toxic people don't want to be with them, have made it clear who they are. Yeah. And yet they yeah. still go. They defend them. They defend their actions. Yeah. They defend all the things they do. But in my head, I'm like, but this person doesn't want to even with you yet and that's when I feel like they feel like some of the things that have come are normal and that's when I feel like they have they're not necessarily toxic themselves I feel like they just they they're inheriting these toxic ways within that I don't I don't know that's the transfer of energy. Like if yeah. there's one person who's toxic in a relationship, there's no such thing because if you're in a toxic relationship, there's a transfer of energy for both of these people we're talking about. Um, they understand what they're doing is crazy. They understand that these people are awful, but it still can't stop them from like continuing to talk about it or bringing it up, defending them are exhibiting all of these things like the drama, the secrecy, the, other things that they engage in because it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. And it's then if you stay it's going it, to start to go, like, like you said, they both talk about them right now. And the more and more I feel people tell them is when the secrecy comes in, they're just going to start secretly talking to them. It's not going to be out in the open. You're just not going to know about it, but yeah. I don't necessarily mean it's still in great. It's still to me, toxic relationship. That's right. not making it better, but. Right. Ultimately, that's where they're going. They're going to head that way. Right. If they don't smarten up and realize like, nope, nope, nope. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I just, um, I, there was a, um, we started this because when I was on Facebook, someone had put in a post what, why, um, why do we normalize toxic people? And I thought about that. Normalized. Yeah. Normalize it. Like, why is it normal? Like, why is it, why is being toxic? Toxic relationships are glamorized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In song and TV, television, you know what I mean? Like, there's always so much drama. Like, oh, he's jealous because he cares about me. That's been around forever. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the nine things that you talk about, like the formula of what a toxic relationship is, so, so, my retainers in, guys, social media 
creates that. You know what I mean? The daily apology, that's something. And then the jealousy, controlling behaviors. Like, don't follow that person. Don't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the controlling. Like, I... Like, that's so weird. I mean, like, you can't follow this person. You can't talk about this person. You can't be friends with this person. And it's like... And happiness is placed on relationships. So, and friendships. Like, it's not like the cultural norm. People are like, oh, yeah, I don't have a lot of friends and I'm not in a relationship. People don't just say that, you know? Yeah. And so, like you said, they hold on to it because it's been so years where it's like, this is the friend I've had for years. We've outgrown each other. It's a shitty friendship, but this is the person who I've known the longest. I'm just going to keep this friend. And if it's a relationship, you know, I don't want to be single. So I'm in this bad marriage or this is a bad boyfriend to me, but he's what I know. And I just, I'll just stay in this toxic relationship. It'll get better. Like I feel that's the thing too. People outgrow each other, but they don't want to recognize that they outgrow each other. And that's what they stay because they're outgrown. They've outgrown each other. It's fine to outgrow each other. I have friends I was friends with that I outgrew. You've had friends you've friends with you outgrew. And it's not toxic though. It's not toxic. No. And a lot of these times you don't even realize you outgrew that person or you're in another direction. A lot of times it's just, you just stop being friends. Then you, you realize know, you I, outgrew I, that person. I recognize it when my days don't look different, not speaking to those people. And then you just wake up and you're like, oh, I haven't spoken to that person in years. And there's nothing missing from my life. Yeah. I think about that all the time. I think about like, would I want those people in my life right now at this time? Ooh, would you? No. I've thought about that multiple times. Like I have, especially now, like, that I am um, not to brat guys. I know I say it a lot, but I am. I'm a homeowner. I've had people have come, Quinny's come, cousins come, friends over. I've never been to your house. Don't lie to these people. <laughs> she has. She Don't let her lie to you. She came and took it over. And that was Multiple it. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. But I just think about would I want them in my life right now in this stage in my life, wherever they are? Would I, would I be inviting them over? Could I even see it? No, I'm like, would you want them to come into your home? Because well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Remember when I used to say you were a hoarder of people, like you'd let anybody come to your house. I think we talked about it in previous episodes. Like she was a, a free Airbnb. <laughs> so much more selective because you're very selective about energy and yes, staging having around. So when you say about would you want these people over, I think you would meet them for a drink. I think you would meet them at a Starbucks, but you would not have them in your home. That's true. You are right. I am. I'm very selective of my energies now. It was different because when I was in New York, that's when I started to get into my more of my energies and my space and saging but it's really hard because in new york there's so many people i'm on the subway your energies just cross paths with so many people but now i my energies don't have to cross paths with as many people anymore so i am very cautious of who and what and people just in general um that i'm around and being in it like i said my i have a friend that 
maybe in a toxic relationship, but she is not toxic to me. She's never no. been toxic to me. She's very nice and genuine. So I'm going her to stay around her. Her energy is always great. She is like, let's do this, 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 this. I'm like, okay. And that's just who she is. She's, to me, is not a toxic person in friendships. We have a mutual friend who yeah. is, I would say, our toxic friend. Like, we had a toxic friendship. We're not friends with this person. No, we're not even not friends with them. It's just, it is what it is. If that person reached out to you and wanted to say, like, hey, let's meet up, would you invite them to your home to meet up? Or would you invite them to meet at a restaurant or something like that? It would definitely be at a restaurant. Dang. It wouldn't be like an intimate thing where it's it like wouldn't an be I- an intimate thing. No, not at all. Especially too, because when I, um, when you come to my house, I'm very in- engaging and inviting. And, and unless your name is Quinny, I'm not. Oh, my child will tell you like, "Hey, be nice to my mom," because you know. I know because I did. I did make you um, a caprese salad one day. I did. I, I made my caprese and then I ate it, remember? And then you were like, and then I made you some. And you were very shocked because you were like, she, she was like, oh, that looks good. I want it. And that I- wasn't the same visit I'm talking about where my child said you were mean to me. Because <laughs> I was basically visiting you July and That's August. So too, when you when you come and no, that was that time I made you one. Or maybe that was when you came with my cousins. I can't remember. It was. It was a different time. <laughs> I was like, can't remember. But... Um, Quinny gets good treatment anyways. My sister's here. She treats her nice. Um, <laughs> I don't come visit to see Chrissy, okay? <laughs> but when other people come over, I'm very inviting and engaging and like, let me make you a drink. Do you want like something to eat? Let me have like a smorgasbord out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if I'm they reached out, would I be like, oh yeah, let's do this. Here, let's meet here. <laughs> Definitely. I would be like, oh yeah, we can go grab drinks. Yeah, we can go grab drinks, something to eat, dinner. I'm just not going to have you over. Um, because I don't want that. I don't know what your energy is yet. I don't know what you want from me yet. So. Right. Yeah. But we also need to learn to not to, to be toxic, toxic ourselves to ourselves. I feel when you're down on yourself, that that's toxic. That's yeah. definitely toxic when you're down on yourself, when you are. Um, I think the self-destruction toxic relationship is the most dangerous because at least with a toxic relationship toxic friendship you remove yourself from that situation and you should be able to heal and move on and get better but when you're when you're stuck in that toxic rut with yourself that's kind of hard yeah that's true so i i had two different articles i'll drop both of them and this one i'll just go through real quick because this one actually says some pretty crazy things to me that actually counter argues with the other thing said so this one is 12 signs or 12 things they do and how to deal with them toxic people okay and it says they'll keep you guessing about which version of them you're getting um they'll manipulate you they won't own their feelings they'll make you prove yourself to them 
they'll never apologize. Where the other one said daily apology. This mm-hmm. one, so it could be both. You have someone that apologizes for all the bad shit they do. Someone that will never, they'll be like, I'm not uh, wrong. They never um, did anything bad. They'll never ever share your joy with you. Ooh. Yeah. They'll leave a conversation unfinished. Meaning? They'll use non-toxic words with the toxic tone. So like naughty nices. Yeah. Nasty nices. What do we call them? Yeah. Nasty nices. Yeah. Yeah. They'll bring irrelevant details into a conversation. I know a lot of people that do that. It's called deflection people. They deflect. (laughs) I hate deflecting. So that is my pet peeve. Um, They'll make it about the way you're talking rather than what you're talking about. The tone. tone. Mm-hmm. Tone policing. They, it, they'll exaggerate. And then most of all, they're judgmental. I have, I know a lot of people who share these traits. Me too. The, the most one that sends out to me is the deflecting. I hate deflectors. Like, I hate it. I hate the deflection. I literally called my niece the other day. She was like, she got so mad at me. I know, guys, I'm probably going to hell for this, but I called her a Trump supporter um, because <laughs> she was like, I'm not a Trump supporter. I was like, you're sure deflecting like a Trump supporter. So we were having a conversation. Not she, your, your 18-year-old niece or the littler one? She's not little. She's about to be 15 years old. Oh, my God. I know who you're talking <laughs> She's 14. She's about to be 15 in December. Okay. She ain't little. Anyways, we were having a conversation and she start to deflect from the conversation because she start to feel uncomfortable. And I realize when people start to feel uncomfortable or they don't want to hear their truths, they deflect. So she starts to go, well, what about you? You've done this. Or what about Raven? She's done this. She starts to bring all these people into it. And I was like, that's not the conversation we're having. I was like, you're such a deflector. I was like, I feel like you're a Trump supporter right now. <laughs> she was so mad at me. She's like, I don't support Trump. And I was like, but you're deflecting like one girl. I was like, you're deflecting. I was like, your name's Camila, but I should just call you Karen. <laughs> yep, I called her Karen too. <laughs> this is a you child. Know, is arguing with like it is a child but her and i'm an aunt and sometimes a child y'all don't tell the truth to their children i just have to let her know and i said you have a conversation with someone and someone calls you a karen you'll know why and then she was like i don't want to be a karen i was like then don't deflect let's talk about the real issue here so then we did though we did i could tell it made her uncomfortable because they're on facetime and she's like cringing but I was like, see, now we got the truth out. Don't you feel a lot better? Isn't it like better that we discuss this? She was like, yeah. And then after she told me, she was like, happy arguing with you or something. And I was like, we didn't argue. We had healthy conversation, healthy debate. So this is where Christy's voice went. Remember the beginning of the phone call? And I was like, well, have you been arguing with anybody? And she goes, no. <laughs> I wasn't arguing with her. If you know Chrissy, 
you don't need to go to the doctor. I'm the doctor. I'll tell you what's wrong with your voice, okay? Chrissy talks so loud. I'm not even saying yelling. Do you see I didn't say you? No, but Chrissy, I didn't even say you yell at people. She just talks in a very, very loud voice. Yeah, when she's talking to people passionately. But usually it's only when I'm very passionate about something that I need, I, I, I don't know, I need to like echo my voice out. Um, when I'm very passionate. Say it with passion. <laughs> having passion. I have passion and I don't shout at people. You have passion in the bedroom? I do. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I don't notice, but I'm no, just no, no. assuming. No, 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 no. Um, you know the energy we've had all no, day. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us that passion. I have passion. I have passion too, and I don't shout at people. You like, no, like, I don't think that these people are understanding what I'm saying. It is not surprising that after talking to her niece, her voice is gone because Chrissy will like shout. Like, it's because I'm in Aries. It's my fireness in me. And the more I learn, about my zodiac sign, it's literally the it's the it's the fireness in me. It's the zodiac. It's the I blame it on being in Aries. I do. You know how like you're not supposed to blame things on things like that. Guess what, guys? I blame it on being in Aries. I seen a meme where I was like, oh yeah, Karen. No, like something, Karen. You're not something. You're just a bitch or something. Like oh, I'm just Karen. I'm like a Scorpio. I'm like no, Karen. You're just a bitch. It was funny. That's totally you as an Aries because you are a true Aries. So I follow this thing. It's called Zodiac Bear. I love it. And it says, it's okay to express your feeling reminder for Aries. It's okay to express your feelings loudly. <laughs> Literally says that. It's okay to express your feelings loudly. You express everything loudly. Do I? You're talking about me being passionate in the bedroom. Are you just as passionate and vocal in the bedroom? No. So you're only passionate when you're arguing with people? Yep. Nope. Maybe if we're in the Aries and we're arguing. I mean, in the bedroom, bedroom, we're arguing. I'm just kidding. I don't argue with people. I don't argue with people. Quinny, I just said this. I, I literally told Quinny this today. I don't argue with irrelevant people anymore in comment sections. Like I'm saving my energy. I'm not putting my energy out. She watched this documentary and she wants me to watch it. And watch it. Dilemma on Netflix. And I told her some of the things they were talking about that I stopped myself already from doing because it's just a waste of energy. It's a waste of space. But, um, yeah. Girl, no, I, think you're gonna love that documentary let's start there that's a um but i'm proud of you for not arguing with trolls but you you're passionate even when you me and you have our debates and we debate often and <laughs> it's this like she says it's like no 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 but it's so loud i, I feel do like always say that though i do i'd be like no 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 i probably so- said it on here i probably have done it that is like i'd be like no 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 i do it's probably so annoying it's probably so- but you know what it it i mean maybe my passion place. doesn't stop because i'm not arguing with trolls <laughs> no you yeah you're not arguing with trolls but like i'm saying you're just passionate when you're arguing with like yeah. family and friends and anybody like she's just a she's a truly a passionate person all the way around really except it except in the bedroom apparently right that's 
She's a lackluster. I am not a um I'm not passionate in the way Quinny thinks I am. That's for another day though. We're not gonna go into that. I have family members that probably listen to this, probably don't. Are people I don't want them to look at me like so you're passionate in the bedroom? No. You had no problem putting me on blast about being passionate in the bedroom. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Noted. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Such a no. gem. No. Passionate. Look at you're toxic. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not toxic. I might have some toxic traits. I'm not gonna lie. There, there, yeah. there's some there. Um, but yeah, no. So PSA, we haven't done one of these in a long time. If you're in a toxic relationship, it's best for you to get out of it. If you're in a toxic friendship, it's best that you remove yourself. It doesn't always have to be drama when you think that you're removing yourself from a situation. It could just be like, hey, I need to protect my peace and I need to have this time from you. The one that I don't feel comfortable talking about, but I do want to bring awareness because it's Suicide Awareness Month, you know? It is. Yes, Suicide Awareness Month. The toxic traits that are self-destructive because people can self-sabotage themselves to a point where they kind of isolate themselves from people too and um, harm themselves. And Yeah. I don't think you should definitely isolate yourself. Don't do that. But if you just have toxic people around, I definitely think you should get out of those situations or get from around those toxic people. And, but also don't just isolate, go find people that are more like you, that you don't feel like are toxic and that are going to be a positive force in your life and um, just reassurance for yourself. So I definitely think, yeah, it's a good Mm -hmm. one. Right. I agree. I agree too. Shut up and whine about it. Who are we giving that to? Gosh. I'm trying to think what's happening in the world, though. Girl, too damn much. Shine, I know. <laughs> I'm like, who do we want to shut up and whine about it? Like, there is so much going on that I feel like, um, oh, I know who we can shut up and whine about it. I feel like Ray J should shut up and whine about it. Did you see he filed for divorce and his wife didn't? No, she read it on social media. No. Yeah, who also had filed for divorce. I remember, and then took it back. And then took it back because he said he wanted to work. They decided they were going to work on their marriage, and then he went and filed for divorce. And did it work? I think, yeah, he asked for split custody, so that, and then said they already have a prenup in case. So he, like, was lining everything up i think he was lining everything up i think he was blindsided by her falling for divorce because she fought for divorce like right in the midst of COVID or before COVID or something and then when like everything started to happen back up she took it back like was like oh no we're gonna work on it which made it seem like okay since they've been together you know because of COVID, like they're probably are gonna work on it i don't think that's what he did i think he did it to get his ducks in a row and to get advantage of her Yep. Like her filing for divorce in the state of California, you always have that advantage for the person who filed. And all of a sudden toxic. he filed. Yep. All of toxic. a sudden he filed, toxic. Um, and she didn't even know. She read it on a, a gossip block. 
that he had filed for divorce. And she said good riddance, though, so good for her. I mean, yeah, very good riddance. I'm sure she is over it. Over at this point, and it's probably like, I'm just done with him. But I just couldn't believe she did that. I mean, he did that. And I was like, that is jacked up. To me, that's jacked up. Like, you have two kids. You could have did it better. And supposedly, she, he still hasn't even called. And I was like, how do you not call your wife when you got two young kids? Do you not just care what your kids are going through? I mean, he left for Vegas. True. So I agree with him getting our shut up and whining about it. Yes. Boo. Boo. Um, cheers um, to us for being able to be friends for as many years as we've been friends and not being toxic to each other. Yeah. I can genuinely say that's not a toxic relationship. So cheers we, to fucking us. Cheers, cheers to, to us. We are not in, we haven't had a toxic relationship. No. No. We've grown, and I think that that's to you know kind of close the episode. We have grown, we have matured, and allowed each other to mature and grow at our own rates with no yes. judgment or expectations. Exactly. I All right, guys, we- until next time, Broken Bougie Podcast. Peace out.